Some businesses succeed, some don't. Then there are those that seem to have been around forever. The true entrepreneurial success story. How did they do it? What was their vision? What makes a success? In this special episode for Ion Annapolis, we speak with the true success stories. Those business owners that have been around for decades, learn from their successes and failures. Now, here's host John Fernay. I'm sitting at a table that's like maybe two feet tall with a chair that's about a foot and a half tall. And I haven't been in this building in 20 plus years, but I'm down here at Weems Creek Nursery School at the very end of Kirkley Road in West Annapolis. I'm sitting here with Mary Ostrowski, who is the owner of Weems Creek Nursery School. And thank you for inviting me here. This is like bringing me back flashbacks in a good way. <laughs> well, John, it's really nice to have you. And thanks also for, for thinking of Weems for your show. Well, this is, I mean, what we're doing is we're talking about businesses and organizations and entities, if you will, that have become part of the fabric of the community, that have been in the community for, uh, I would like to say forever, but I know Weems Creek hasn't been here forever. But pretty close. when you run into somebody, it could be like me 20 years later saying, hey, is that little tiny nursery school at the, I can't remember what it was back on that creek, back Weems Creek? Yeah, is it still there? And that's the type of people that we want to talk with to find out what it is, what the history was, where you came from, and how we got where we are today. So, but, but first of all, thank you very much for, I know you're not the original owner. You're not the founder of this because, uh, the school is much older than it's probably little, both of us. It's a little bit us. older. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's a little bit older than me. <laughs> um, but it is such a great little resource here in West Annapolis. And my two children, uh, went here, uh, because the third one was too young to go here at that point. Okay. Uh, and it was just a, a wonderful experience <laughs> to get them prepared for school and it's still going strong today. Yeah. Where did it start? Yeah, it's true. Um, it has been around since 1972, this school. So we are um, approaching 50 years within the next couple of you years. You just made me very depressed. I'm born in 61. So you're saying the school's born in a different <laughs> decade and it's approaching 50 years. Okay, thanks very much for that. All right. Well, no problem. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to uh, to make you feel aged. You're not in the least bit. <laughs> but, you know, but I say that because for me, one of the one of the neatest things about coming into the Weems Creek community is the people like you that I meet on a regular basis who tell me, oh, my kids went to Weems, or oh, I went to Weems. And, you know, I went to high school in Annapolis, and my family has been here for over 20 years, and I never learned about Weems until my younger brother's kids were going here just a few years ago. And uh, so it really is, we kind of joke that it's one of the best kept secrets of, of Annapolis because you either know about it or you don't, but I am increasingly meeting so many people who not only know it, but have a personal connection. And um, it's, it's a joy and it's, it's one, of our, one of our hopes is just to keep bringing those people to together and, and highlighting, oh, wow, that's cool. Do you know so-and-so? And, and slowly starting to reconnect people of, from the greater Weems Creek community. Well, it's funny. That's how we sort of found out about it, too, way back in those <clears throat> days. We had had our, our son, who's my oldest son now, who's 28, was enrolled in a, I'll say a daycare slash preschool type of, an, of a program in town. And there was, even way back then, there was a problem with uh, bullying that they didn't really want to want to address. Mm-hmm. And we talked to some friends and immediately, they, oh, 
you got to you got to check out Miss Tate and Miss Missy Tate down at Weems Creek. Yes, and we're like, where the hell's we? We're just brand new there. Where the hell's Weems Creek? And how do we? You know, so so we went down, fell in love with the school, and enrolled our son the, the following fall. So it was uh, it it worked out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know down now to Missy Tate, who was the former owner, she she was the founding she's she the founding it. owner. Um, yes, and when she when she passed away. I don't know exactly the, the time frame. Right. Her daughter, Maggie, uh, Maggie Tate Reith, took over the school, and she carried on the legacy for 12, 15 years before she decided it was time to go a different path personally, and, and uh, that's when I met her. What possessed you to buy a preschool and kindergarten? Yeah, that's a great question, because I had no intention <laughs> <laughs> of buying a preschool. Um, it was perfect timing, you know. It was it was just one of those things um, where I was at the point of knowing it was time to move on from my previous job, and I knew I wanted to stay in the education field but do something slightly different. And my my younger brother, who's part of Annapolis, said you might be interested in talking to Maggie. His kids have been here at the school. And so he introduced us, and, you know, it was kind of a conversation that happened over the course of a couple of years as she was making the decision to sell, and I was in transition. And so I was intrigued, but it was the day that I came and actually spent a day just talking with the teachers and seeing what happens, and there is a palpable magic that you feel when you walk into this building, and you know, interact with the teachers and see what they do with the children. It is, it's classic preschool here, and the feeling I just fell in love well, with. Well, it's funny you say that there's this magic in this building and it's classic preschool. And as I as I look around here, this uh, the building is not a big fancy building. Mm-hmm. A, it's not big and it's not fancy. It's it's, right. it's, it's small and, and and very basic. And as I look around in in this classroom. This is the markings of my preschool, going way back when, in the, you know, back in, in the 60s. Uh, it's not all filled with the tech and stuff that you see. And this is really giving, um, you know, I, I think this is something that's probably missing in a lot of the education that kids get as they move on through the system. I mean, I know my one kid said to me, the stamp goes in the upper right corner of an envelope, right? I mean, it's just the basic stuff and it's funny when i walked in here i noticed that you had phone numbers on all the all the mats on the floor and you said well we're learning the phone numbers well as an adult i have you know i have no idea what your phone number is i mean i just look under the o's and there you are you magically come up that's but right for somebody that's four or five or six this is um i mean that's an important thing that's an important life lesson to have um, to be able to sit there and i'm, I'm reading the rules of the school here it says you know make music play nice have an adventure and dream big, um, and clean up after yourself. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, and those are those are great. Those are great school rules, but they're also great life rules too. And I think it's um, you're right. There's a magic in here. My kids still, the you know, two thirds of them still remember this and and still talk about Mrs. Maderos, who was a teacher that was way back when. Yeah. Uh, they attended the summer camp here mm-hmm. uh, or the camp session afterwards. It's something that as you as you found out roving through town, you find people that have a connection to the school and they're, I, I've never run across anyone that says, oh yeah, uh, it didn't, didn't work out well for us. Uh, and everybody does love it. Everybody does love it. 
Um, it was a bit daunting at first to to be the first non-family member to take over this school because the the reputation for what it is is so strong and rooted in really great values that it was very important to me to maintain the traditions and the general feel of what Weems Creek has, has always been. Um, and so I really spent quite a bit of time the first year just talking with people and looking for ways to make sure that we're, we're modern, but that we very much are respecting um, what makes this school and what has made this school such a consistent, strong preschool for over 45 years. And in fact, I'll tell you, I was just talking with a with a parent the other day who said, you know, I'm new to the area and I've been looking at preschools and some of my neighbors said, well, Weems Creek is wonderful. It has such a good feel. It's a little traditional. And she said, that almost sounded like a negative. How do you respond to that? And I said, honestly, I think the fact that we are traditional and rooted in traditions is part of what makes this school so special. We pay attention to what's happening in kindergarten so that we're working backwards and and ensuring that our children are ready for kindergarten. But we really focus on the basic fundamental skills that preschoolers need for, for life and for learning. And in many instances, those haven't changed over the last couple of generations. There's just some basic, basic skills and learning that we all need. And I think Weems Creek has kind of perfected that. So that's well, I, what well, we really try to be consistent with. Well, I think I know a lot of times when businesses transition into a different ownership, and certainly I imagine it's even more so with a change of you know family-type-owned business. But was it difficult for you to come in as the outsider? I mean, you know, we went from a four-letter last name, Tate, to a really long <laughs> last name, Ostrowski. Yes, that's right, I mean, much longer. So <laughs> the business cards had to be changed the whole nine yards. But yeah. was it difficult for you to come come into this? Yes and no. You know, yes, in the sense that I was just trying to be very cognizant of listening and paying attention to what has been um, at the school for for years and has worked so well that people like about it. We have parents now who went here as as children themselves, and many will say, oh my gosh, I remember doing this activity myself. And that's a plus, you know, people, people like that. Um, so that part I was, I was aware of, you know, I really wanted to make sure that I was doing the overall legacy that Missy started doing that well. On the other hand, you know, I've been in education in various roles for 20 years. And so I'm confident in what I'm, in what I'm doing and what I'm able to bring to the table, um, and comfortable, you know, comfortable with that. So in that sense, it was a natural fit for me. Right. Well, I mean, I, I you know, visually through looking through here, I don't see a whole lot of change from what it was way back when. I imagine that there's probably some procedural and processes that mm-hmm. uh, have changed over the years. I do believe we had um, handwritten invoices for tuition and and, and whatnot, which I'm <laughs> guessing we're, we're automated. Which, now. Yeah, which yeah, that's is, true. <laughs> has, has gone gone the, the wayside. Mm-hmm. But who is Weems Creek for today? Who is the student that's coming in today? The learner. Um, that's a, that's an interesting question. And I think it's, I think to answer that question, I have to talk more maybe about the the family than the learner in in particular. Uh, that is one thing that we believe strongly. We're, we're not just inviting children to our school. We're inviting families 
uh, into our school community. And so I think that we are a niche for families who are looking to start introducing their children to a school setting. They're looking for a little bit of that structured socialization for their children, but they still have the gift of time and they like the stepping stone that we are. They like that we are, you know, half day programs and that as a two-year-old, you start just coming two days a week and then you graduate to three days a week. And then finally in preschool, it's five days a week. And, and that's, that's important. That's an important aspect for the families that it is, it's a slower introduction and stepping stone because kids are in school then for a long, long time afterwards. So they're kind of easing into it a little bit. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. And it's funny, you talk about the different families that, that you need, you need to know. And I remember that our family, and I say our family, that would be the Weems Creek family and the class that we graduated out of was, was very tight. And we still see each other occasionally. I know the kids are still tight. I mean, I can still rattle off, uh, you know, five kids that my son palled around with and still does Mm -hmm. to a degree that all were here in in the pre-K, which, which was fantastic. Um, Mm -hmm. Please tell me that you as the new owner, didn't come in and mess this up. Maypole thing still going on? The Maypole thing is still going okay. on. <laughs> okay. Mrs. Anderson has uh, Mrs. Anderson has been teaching preschool now for, uh, I actually don't know exactly how many years because she's been in, you know, in different. That might be indiscreet to in, say that. In, so different, that. in different roles. <laughs> she hasn't always taught preschool, but she has for the last several years. And she does the Maypole fantastically. <laughs> that was always a, a big, big treat. That was a big event out front with the yeah, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> with everything there. It still happens. But what else? Okay, so we've got we've got a, a two day a week program. Mm-hmm. It's half day. Um, we've got a wonderful, caring staff. Mm-hmm. We um, do. What are there any requirements for kids to come in here? I mean, I mean, the potty train thing is that? A, you know, we we have. Um, for as much as we've strived to be consistent, there are a few changes that have happened over the last couple of years. And so our Tuesday, Thursday class, um, most of the children are starting as, as two year olds. So they're not necessarily potty trained. No. Um, and we work, we work hard to partner with parents to help move them, move move them along throughout the the course of the year. But, um, and by the, by the three day a week program, they should be potty trained, and, and most are, which is great. But you know, we have a few things just in general that are changing in the world. Kindergarten is um, kindergarten is now pretty much just a part of elementary school. It is a full day um, program. So we have we haven't been offering the half day kindergarten here over the last couple of years simply because the demand for it isn't there. Okay. People are looking to go into elementary school and, and start their kindergarten you know, it's so experience funny to there. Transition. It depends. It doesn't matter where you're going, mm-hmm. but the transition is very important. And, and I agree. I mean, I, mm-hmm. you know, to sit there all of a sudden go from a half day, okay, well, it's, you know, nap time, middle of the morning, and at noon, mom or dad comes and picks me up or get on the bus or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, boom, go into it. I know as my kids jump, went through their education, going from middle school to high school, I didn't think uh, the middle school grades really prepared them mm-hmm. as well. Because, I mean, it was like, okay, so we ramp up, ramp up, ramp up. It seemed like the ramp stopped a little bit short of where it needed to be for the high school thing. And then it was like, oh, 
you know, it's starting to get real now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so they had to figure it out. Yeah. And so I think transitions are smart. And I think that probably makes a lot of sense to go to a full day thing. I mean, certainly I think we've, the dynamic of the family has changed. I mean, uh, there's probably fewer stay at home moms or stay at home dads that, yeah. that can afford to do that. I mean, there's probably some work at home mom and dads that, that mm-hmm. do that, but it's, you know, there's, we're what, what are they called? They used to dinks. That's no kids. Dick, dual income with kids. Uh, there, there was, there was an acronym or something <laughs> okay. like that where they're both, both parents are working. That. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's a different, it's a different dynamic just in our educational system now. And so, you know, without, without the demand for the half day kindergarten, the same way we've really focused on, um, just perfecting the two, three and, and four year old program. Um, but to your point of helping with the transition, one of the other things that we have uh, offered newly over the last couple of years, um, primarily for our preschool students, is the option of an extended day STEAM program. So for those parents who think, okay, I, my children are ready for a little bit of a longer day, they can make the choice three days a week to have their children stay until 2.15 and do an additional STEAM program um, but it's optional, you know, so right. you can, if you're comfortable and you want to just do the half day, five days a week as a preschooler and next year in kindergarten will be your first full day experience, no problem. But if you want a little bit of that stepping stone, um, we do have the three day a week extended afternoon, which is nice. Outside of, um, the education in the school, what else do we have? I know that in the summer you used to have a summer camp. Mm-hmm. We still uh, is do. That, and do you do something for parents that are, uh, you know, on spring breaks or, I mean, do you have camps throughout the year or is it just the summer? Or uh, We don't have camps throughout the year. We have additionally started adding some extended day programs. So one day a week, we might, we'll have six week sessions throughout the school year where children can stay um, for an additional hour and a half, they have lunch here, maybe a little bit of recess, and then they might do a music class once a week for six weeks, or they might do um, a balance bike class once a week for six weeks, or right now we have a Spanish class going on. And so there's a couple of those options throughout the school year. Did you say and, Spanish class? Yes. Are we, are we teaching Spanish to kids this, this young if parents are interested in it. Really? That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exposure. Totally was not an option when I was... Uh... Yeah, exposure just to a, a second language. It's not about the mastery like most things at preschool aren't necessarily mastery. It's the exposure and the experiences and getting those brain cells to start firing. I guess firing. to recognize it. I mean, then, then they jump into first grade and they... Oh, that's Spanish. He's speaking Spanish. I mm-hmm. don't maybe not understand him entirely, but I can pick a few words. That, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty neat. Um, that's a new offering this year and has been really well, very well received. Right, right. Yeah. I know. I know. Last summer, you guys had, and it was the first time I ever caught wind of it. But you had a party, a luau. Yeah, and, we did. And it was sort of like an alumni reunion. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it. But mm-hmm. are you guys working with your alumni and trying to? We've got two cool things happening. One is that we have a wonderful parent volunteer group that has formed to support the school and just a group of of go-getters who are committed to helping us maintain what we have and, and grow and offer cool things, not just for the children, but also for the families. And so they helped sponsor that particular fundraising event, yes, and 
part of our goal with that is, as I said to you, this is a place not just for children, but we really try to make it a place for families. So offering experiences for parents to come together and, and socialize. And we have been working to reach out to the greater community and bring people back into the fold who have a history with the school. Nice. And so, yes, this is an event that is will, will happen each year and is open to previous Weems families. We do have a Facebook alumni group where people can join and start reconnecting and letting us know what you, what you're doing now. It's so, it's so funny when you sit there and think about an alumni from a two-year-old yeah. <laughs> preschool program. So whether it's alumni or, or you, parents of alumni, right, 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 just right, a place right. to reconnect. What would be the most surprising thing that most people don't know about Weems Creek? Hmm, that's an interesting question. The most surprising thing, maybe all of the options we have. Um you know, we've got our traditional program, as I said, in in the morning, the half-day programs that are set, but we have worked very hard over the last couple of years to to enrich the program with, with different options, but because they're options, it's, yeah, I want to take advantage of it, or no, this isn't going to work for me, and so it's very it's very fluid and, and flexible. And I guess the other thing, this, I think it's probably a Stupid question, but I mean, because this hasn't really changed too much in the all the time that I've been. But I mean, there's no plans for expansion or anything like that. I mean, it's just it's just just getting better. I it, guess it, it is. You know, we we are growing, and that's an exciting thing. As I learn about the school um, in its heyday, there were upwards of of a hundred students enrolled in Weems, not all at once, obviously, sure, but at in different capacities. Um, and it's exciting to to think that we are moving in that direction again. We have three morning programs right now, and next year the demand is increasing, and we will be offering an afternoon Monday, Wednesday, Friday class as well, um, with people already signing up and, and enrolling for that. So I do anticipate that we will, over the next couple of years, grow and start having morning and afternoon classes once again. Could we ever build a third classroom down the road? I'd love to. If you want to know the truth, I, I would love to do that. I feel like we have two classrooms. If we had one more, we would just have a little bit more flexibility um, in the options that we, that that we offer. That makes sense. That makes sense. Without changing the small kind of intimate dynamic too much that, that is Weems. I know you said that it was it was just a conversation through your brother's children meeting Maggie. Did you ever picture yourself owning a a preschool or at at what point? I mean, you've got 20 years worth of education background in you. Was this ever on a radar at some point? No, it really wasn't. I um I was the the director of of an international style school in Panama for many years and we served three-year-olds through 12th grade, and I just sort of reached my point there where I thought, you know what, I need a break. This is, I was starting to feel like I was getting, running a business and getting farther away from the educational aspect, um, and I was just missing that. So when I when I decided to to resign, I was looking to create a business that allowed me to do some consulting and do some coaching and get a little bit more hands-on with families and, and education again. And kind of in the midst of all of that is is when Greg and I started having this conversation about Weems. And 
I resisted the idea at first because I was like, I, I've been there, done that. I don't, I don't right. really want to run a school again. Um, but he, well, he knows me well. <laughs> and uh, he's, well, just, Damn I, just, you know, just meet her <laughs> and so forth. And, and he clearly loved the school. You know, he and Sabrina, his wife, have loved the school so much. You know, their, um, their fourth child will start at Weems next year. And, uh, and so then when I met Maggie, you know, she is charming. She sells, sold the school in her, um, her mother's vision and legacy very well. And like I said, it was, it was coming and spending a day here. Like there was no, there was no turning back at that point. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. That's funny. I remember, uh, as I look around the room, all the different memories that sort of come floating back. I remember the end of the year party at Missy Tate's house out on, um, I guess it's Horseshoe Point. Is that what it's called? Whatever. It's that that plot of land, flat Mm -hmm. plot of land off of the, uh, the bridge, the house isn't even there any longer, but it was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the end of the year picnic. It was just, it was, it was so much fun with all the families uh, that would get, that would get together. And it was, uh, you, you hit it right on the place. It's, it's a very special place. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite thing about coming to work in the morning? Driving up and seeing this little idyllic red brick building and knowing that it's full of little people, you know, inside. I absolutely love that. Um, and the second thing is the playground. The playground bar none is my favorite part of this school. <laughs> All right, do you ever have a bad night? You go home, you're just like, want to kick the cat and say, okay, I'm going down to the school and swing or, or, or get on the jungle gym or something. Um, I am known to swing on the swings. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things to do is swing on the swings. Yeah. You can, you can do that. I remember I was on the board at St. Anne's one time when my kids were there, and there was a heated board meeting and whatnot, and I, I turned around. I made a motion to, that we go outside to the playground and swing, and they looked <laughs> at me like I was on some kind of drugs. And uh, my friend Robert, who was on the board next to me, he says, I'll second that. And now they had a vote on it. And, and we, went, we went out and we swang, and it was, you know, it swang, swung. But, yeah. You know, and, but, I mean, it, it, the fresh air it cleared the mind. And it, and it everybody was, came back in a little bit lighter, didn't and you? And you turn around, and sometimes it's not a bad thing to go back to, uh, to being a, a kindergartner, I wouldn't think. It's, mm-hmm. uh, life is a lot simpler of a time and a uh, few less worries. And I think uh, it probably does people good to be able to do that occasionally, if you can, to a point and kick back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that, you know, it's got to be, it's a real heady job that you've got. I mean, you've, you've got parents that are entrusting you with the, the very basis of what at least is 12 more years of education mm-hmm. for their kids. And I say entrusting you, but I mean, that's you as well as the teachers that are here and well, everybody that's in this little red brick building. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a pretty tall order. And... For Weems Creek to have been doing this for 45 years is pretty impressive that it continue to do it time and time and time again. It's uh, well done. I mean, for for everybody, you've, you've been here what two years now? You've it will oh. be it'll be two years um, at the end of February. Yes. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're we're coming we're coming yes, up. Yes, we it. are. Ever have bad days when you just don't want to come in? No, no. I love it here. How loud does it get in here sometimes? Awfully loud. <laughs> Especially downstairs when the kids are up here dancing and it sounds like maybe there's a herd of elephants up here. Um, yeah, it's You joyful. don't ever give the kids chocolate bars and send them off to their parents, do you? Well, there was an ice cream party today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, if anybody has any children from age two through 
five or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, not yet in first grade, obviously. It's twos through... Twos through... it. We are... We are classic preschool now, so two, three, four-year-olds, and they turn five and then go to kindergarten. Right. This is a very small school. This is a very, uh, I would say, one-on-one type thing, but boy, it's a real hands-on experience for the kids. One thing that I can see here today that's the same as it was 20 years ago is that the love that just sort of floats around in in this room. I mean, you can tell uh, between the teachers, and the kids enjoy coming here. Um, there's the squeals and the laughter and everything else, which is which really was what makes the four walls that are in this classroom that we're sitting here. What is the best way to learn more about Weems Creek? I mean, obviously, what your website is Weems Creek. Weems Creek Nursery School dot com. We have a lot of information about the programs um, on on our website. We are also on Facebook at Weems Creek Nursery School dot com and Instagram. But really, the best thing to do is to call and come in for a tour. That's that's our favorite way to communicate with people is we offer tours any day of the week because we really like parents to come in and see a class in action and to actually bring your child with you so they get a feel for what it would be like. And frequently, you know, kids will come on tours and just sort of mold themselves into the into the class, and, and the that's great. Are dragging them out the front door, get back in the car. We've got to leave. Some, Timmy, sometimes that happens. <laughs> sometimes that happens. But you know, it's it's a nice way for parents to see how their children respond too, and that that brings a lot of peace of mind if your child leaves and was like, "Oh, I like it there. You know, I had fun." It, it was fun, and, and I do think that that is the best way to look at any school. It doesn't matter whether you're looking at a uh, preschool or a elementary school or a high school or a college. Or a college, absolutely. Um, you've, got to, you've got to get out there. You've got to look at it and see because Weems Creek is a very, very special place. You've been fortunate enough to be able to take control of a very special tradition, and uh, mm-hmm. I congratulate you on the, the work that you've done over the last two years, and I look forward to hearing uh, – what comes on in the next few years with Weems Creek and, you know, churning out alumni, alumni group after alumni group. It's just yeah. a fantastic opportunity for any young learner. And I think that if you have, if you're listening and you have kids um, that are of that age or you're thinking about getting kids, I mean, and, and as we all know, you know, education is a little bit competitive now at this point. Yeah, it is. Uh, if you are thinking about having a child, you want to make sure that, uh, you know, just get it on your radar and check it out. Uh, Kirkley Road. I mean, if you come out Ridgely Avenue out of West Annapolis, mm-hmm. head toward like Bestgate Road and yeah. uh, St. Mary's, just after the bridge, it's I think the first left, it's and it's almost left like a, just after the bridge. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a U turn, almost turn down. Yeah, it, it is true. Uh, you go down through some woods, and uh, you wonder whether you've got the wrong way, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you get exactly down to the very like, end, and there's this red brick building, yes, with a circular drive. Mm-hmm. And I will say there's a bench out in front of that circular drive that my child's class donated way back when, uh, that we were very proud to do as our gift to class gift to Weems Creek. And Mary Ostrowski, I want to thank you very much for your time today. Congratulations for carrying on such a great tradition in the area, and um, best of luck. Well, thank you very much. I was fortunate and blessed that, you know, the foundation was already very strongly laid for me to come into. And it's been my my pleasure and my joy to keep it going. So thank you very much for having me and highlighting this special little place. Thanks for listening to this special podcast for I Am Annapolis. Please be sure to visit IamAnnapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinions. 
And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the I Am Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you your local news direct to your phone or tablet every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play.